Welcome to Legacy Women's Podcast, where we seek to encourage women in their relationship with God and one another through monthly conversations with the women of Cornerstone Church of Knoxville. Well, hello, and thanks for listening. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing my grandmother, Vera Teeter. She lives in my hometown of Franklin, West Virginia, where she attends Living Faith Church, which is a sister church to CCK, and her son, also my dad, is a pastor there. Um, I wanted to interview Mom Teeter because she's a godly woman who has remained faithful to the Lord through many decades and circumstances. Um, She's just always been a wonderful example and mentor to me, and I wanted those who listen to this podcast to also benefit from her wisdom. So, um, thanks for doing this, Mom Teeter. Um, I've never asked this question before, but I know you won't mind answering it. Will you tell us how old you are? I'll be 93 next April. All right, so 92. Um, We're going to learn a lot more about you as we go through the questions, Um, but I wanted to start with just a few general ones, and the first is one I always ask, and that is, how did you become a Christian? I, I, oh, I had good Sunday school teachers, I think is one thing, and uh, um, I grew grew up in the church, they didn't uh, have a lot of expression like we have now of our faith. But when I really made a public a public commitment to Christ, I was nineteen. Okay. Although I was a believer long before that, we didn't we didn't talk about it like mm-hmm. we do now. But I was nineteen. I can tell you where I did it. I, I had a, a teacher, the uh, nursing, a lady who never married, and she kept saying to us, "Go down to the Methodist church or have a revival." So I had nothing else to do, so I went and. So the pastor spoke, asked us if we make a commitment to Christ, and I did, and I stood, but he didn't ask us to come forward. Mm-hmm. But I stood, but I remember it very vividly. All right. Um, what is your favorite Bible verse, and why? Uh, three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's what I call back on, I think. Another one is Psalms 139. I'll explain that a little more. And then uh, uh, Psalms uh, 27. The 139, which I think, I, ne- I didn't get this when I was really young, but I realized that, that to God, we as individuals are important. If you read the whole 30 Psalm, the whole 139th Psalm, it tells about uh, he knew you before you was born. Mm. And you go on down in, and in the end it says, search me and see, and search me and see what's the rest of it I've gotten. Search me and know me. And know me. Yeah. And, uh, and then that, that saying, commit, Lord, you can do with me what you want to mm. So that's a good one to follow by. Yes, that is. What about, what's your favorite hymn? The favorite hymn is Trust and Obey. It's an old hymn. Uh, my children, we used to sing it as a group. And uh, it says, Trust and Obey in no way that he's always with us. Mm-hmm. The whole, about four verses of it and so on. Good. Um, one thing that stands out to me about you and Dad Teeter, too, um, was just your prayer life. And so I just wondered if that's something you, that's always been part of your life or something you've grown in. It has always been part of my life. And uh, and then Bert and I, together, we were both believers. And that was very much part of life. Mm-hmm. We, we we prayed regularly, not always together, but we prayed. We, we uh, always um, prayed at night before we went to bed. We read the scriptures, and it was just part of our life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
helps with many decisions. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, because you've lived through many seasons of life and years, um, I just wanted to ask, kind of go through the seasons of your life and ask questions about them and see if you had any words to encourage women who are in those seasons. So I was going to start with your youth, which was actually pretty difficult. Um, it was, it was. Yeah, yeah, your mom died a few days after you and your twin sister were born. You were raised by a lovely aunt and uncle. Um, For four years. Yeah, until you were four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your dad remarried, um, and so then you were removed for their home, and from then on, you lived with a stepmother who was very difficult. She wasn't a loving mother. No, no. Um, and your dad worked away from home, and you were poor. It was during the Depression. Everyone yeah, was poor, yeah, but right. you were kind of extra poor, it sounds like. So <laughs> I just wondered um, how God met you during this time, how he's kind of healed you from that. Uh, you know, it's, it's, I really thought about this a lot because... Uh, subconsciously, I was always aware of God, and I'm surprised I did because my parents went to church, but it was no, it was an outward thing that you did. This is what you did already, um, and they didn't talk about religion. My dad, my dad went through a lot when he lost my mother, at, and, they, and at that young and two little babies not knowing what to do with mm-hmm. them. I mean, he really, and the older you get, the more you appreciate that. But through Sunday school teachers and just uh, God's grace really was protecting us. I, I look back and see many, many times that he really protected us, and we weren't conscious of it, I would say that. Mm-hmm. So, um, Are there any ways you've seen God use that trial from your early life for good or to grow you? Well, yeah, and you know, and this is a very important word. As I told you, I've been really thinking about this. I never hate it. I never knew um, of hate, the word hate. You know, and I had reason. I had lots of reason too, but mm-hmm. didn't know it. And which I'm glad I didn't, because there were other things that happened. But, but um, I, I've realized, and as I get older, I realize how much God protected me. I think more as you get older, you realize how much you protected than that when mm-hmm. it's actually going through it. Mm-hmm. It's a big difference. So on. Yeah, you said before you feel like the Lord protected you from bitterness. Oh yes, definitely, definitely. And I, I, and I had there was things that I could have been bitter about, but I didn't. It's it's a waste of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a cancer. Yeah, <laughs> really destroy yeah. you. Um, what about in your college years? Your dad was adamant that you and your sister would go to college. The education was very, very important. My dad. And he didn't get to go very far in school, but he had a good mind. And, and I just wonder if he'd had the application to, to be an engineer. Mm-hmm. He would be really good. His vision was big. But he wanted so bad for us to go to school. And it was one thing he did, we lived on a farm, and it would snow, and you didn't have buses. And then the snow was so bad, and he would take the horse and a sleigh and put us on that sleigh and see that we went to school. Mm-hmm. That's how important it was to him. Yeah, and he then, school. and he wanted you to go to college, which was not as common back no, then, uh-uh. um, and for anybody, but especially young women. Yeah, yeah. the thing I did was we finished high school and went into nursing, which was a three-year program. Okay. And then when I finished that, while I, was, I had to take the state boards, then I took two classes at, at James Madison. It was to Madison College when I went okay. there. I took them afterwards that. Okay. But education was very, very important. Yeah. So you studied nursing, um, both you and your twin sister yes, became yes. nurses, um, and so I just wondered what thoughts you had for women um, as they attend college or work in their career. How did God bless you in your working years and college years, <laughs> or any words of encouragement to them? I encouraged them to go to school. 
Okay. <laughs> school, school, education is something nobody can take away from you. I think when you go to college, you need to think the future. What future is it? What's, what's ahead? Just not for what you want now, but what, what's ahead five years, ten years down the road? Is this a field that you can get somewhere with? Um, I'd say the other question you asked me, the other thing about... Um, just how you, how you felt like God blessed your, your work as a nurse. Well, I liked it. <laughs> I like people. And uh, I really, I've, I, I have to give my stepmother credit for that because uh, as we grew up, that's the one thing she talked to my sister and I both about going nursing, and it was a good feel for both of us. And um, I liked people, and I liked helping. I think this uh, some of the motivation comes from that. And a sense of satisfaction. There's a lot of satisfaction in lots of fields. It's really what you put in is what you get out of it, really, the satisfaction. Mm-hmm. No. Um, all right. What about um, for women who are, are single? I just wondered what, what thoughts you'd have for them as you think back to your single years and if you have any dating advice. <laughs> well, I never dated a lot. <laughs> I'm very choosy. Really choosy. I had, it's really funny. I had certain standards. I wanted to be someone that knew the Lord. That was the first thing. The other thing, I want somebody that I could be proud of, that I wouldn't have to be ashamed with. The other thing was that uh, he could make a decent living. <laughs> and those are kind of guys but the first thing was to, to know the Lord and it, I, I was really blessed I, I got a wonderful husband you couldn't find many like him <laughs> yeah you sure did <laughs> um, okay so speaking of dad Teeter um, you were married to him for 67 years Eight. 68, 68. oh 68. man okay I got my math wrong yeah. that's not surprising <laughs> um, so 68 years he passed away two uh, two years ago um but i just wondered what's the secret to 68 happy years of marriage well (laughs) first i think the first thing is both of our ideas the first thing is our commitment to the lord and we even when we were dated we we did devotions you know we would pray together and things like that and we had fun together and we, and uh, we did simple things you know we didn't have much he didn't have much money and i didn't either and uh but we worked at it, and mar- marriages work. And uh, you learn to um, be honest with each other. You uh, learn to uh, respect each other. I-, I often thought Bert had me and five kids to take care of, and they have a lot of, a husband's have a lot of responsibility. They really do. I think sometimes we, we, we learn to, to praise each other. Uh, we didn't put each other down. Uh, if you had a discussion, and we had our discussions, we didn't keep bringing it back up. Once it's done, it's done of that. And that I think that's very important. Um, we both we both believed in tithing. We gave the tithing and was able to do work together for the Lord. And so our goals was all here. One thing about Bert, he always supported me in anything I did. He encouraged me to be involved in, in things. And I was involved in a lot of things in the community, even with the children. But he was always back up me. Mm-hmm. And and that's that's a real help. Mm-hmm. The things that you ladies have nowadays, you got husbands that helps you. <laughs> I mean, you have no idea because I'm not criticizing Bird, but when we when we got married, the husband worked and he took care of things you know, at work at the office, and then we had a little farm work and so on. So he was always busy. He would help me if I asked me. And one thing you know, learn new, you tell them what you want them to do instead of expecting them to do it. <laughs> I've done that already. Yeah. Uh, Be honest and talk with them. Yeah, don't expect them to read your mind. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's very important. Let's see. Anything else I can think of? There's many things. The Lord's been good to us. But I think the one thing the burden had was that we both loved the Lord 
and we were able to talk about it. We didn't, you know, preach all the time like that. And Bert had a neat way, and I, if I would do something that was right, he was very kind, corrected me, but very gentle. And, and I needed sometimes. Mm -hmm. his, his own life was entirely different than my home life. Mm -hmm. So he really taught me about love, how to be compassionate and understanding and so on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about just if you think about the early years of marriage, you know, to <laughs> someone who's more newly married, is there anything that you remember from, from being <laughs> newly married or just as you've seen through the years that you would encourage younger wives in? Well, that, that the first thing is the, the commitment of the Lord that both of you did. You just learn not to have patience, not want everything at once. I think that's one thing. And that timing. And uh, um, things don't always bring happiness. We, we normally like things, and I did too. We were very fortunate. But um, the, the, thing, the goal is to be harmony in the house, to have harmony in your home, to have happiness in your home. And... Um, Lots of times there aren't. What about um, people who've been married longer? I mean, in some ways, it's the longer you're married, there are unique challenges to that. So do you have any thoughts for people who are coming into three, four, five <laughs> decades? Well, we did a lot of laughing. Laughing's a big part of marriage, I think. And um, we sort of knew what each other liked. And I, I knew, well, one thing Bert didn't like was peas. And I, <laughs> I fixed peas. But I... I um, he liked them creamed. Sometimes it wouldn't. So, but he ate them because the children need to eat them. Mm -hmm. you know? So you do some things in, in order to, to overhaul the whole family of what's best. And uh, uh, let's see. What other thing? I think a little bit. That's an odd question. I know. <laughs> uh, but you start with just really showing affection to each other. I think it's very important. Um, we always told each other we loved each other, and and we kissed each other good night. Now sometimes I try to go to bed not agreeing at first, but it, you don't sleep, so you, you wake up. I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're honest, you'll tell the same thing. Yeah. But it doesn't pay to let things go over 24 hours d disagreement, and sometimes you just have to go away, walk away a little bit and think a little bit, mm -hmm. and then I think that's when the Lord comes in and helps you think. Now what's the consequences? Of this instant decision, I think, and this is hard. This comes with maturity, so on. But the Lord gives you wisdom that too. <laughs> you had five kids in seven years. Yes. Okay. So yeah, you just got it done when you <laughs> were ready. Right. So, um, so I just wondered what encouragement you'd have for moms regarding the importance of of motherhood and um, just wanting to be a faithful mom. Well, motherhood is a gift from God, really. And a lot, of, a lot of women would like to have children, can't have children. But I felt that this, these were gifts from God. We both felt that way. And that my, my obligation at that time was taking care of those children. And, uh, but I wanted to raise my children so I could enjoy them. So I, if I took them, I remember one time I went to a house, and I forget which one of the kids misbehaved, and I took them home and peddled them. And you, I, you just don't act like that, you know. So I take them in the store, you take them so you enjoy them. Um, we we'd go uh, we'd have to go to Harrisonburg, forty miles away to shop, and I I always brought the children a little something back, and it usually was the golden books, and they were twenty five cents a piece, but I always bring a little mm -hmm. treat of some kind that, and uh, so there's there's little thing, and the children, the five of them, we got along pretty good. They did pretty good. I know they did things I didn't see, but but uh, when I saw it, we corrected, mm -hmm. we straightened it out that. And we didn't, they didn't, uh, I can't say they really fought a lot of against themselves, uh, fighting, they didn't put each other down that I know of. 
Well, I'm sure they did, but I didn't know it. <laughs> Usually you can hear those things. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Do you my. have any reflections? I mean, you're you're beyond that by many years, just of you're thankful that you invested in your kids during oh, that no time. Oh, no question to that. Oh, no question. And that was my time. That was my, I felt that the my responsibility of the children was that was my job. That was my responsibility. And, of course, uh, Bird pardoned with me, but my responsibility, I had the most of the time. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was it because I was, if we can realize we're molding these children for not just for now, but hereafter. Mm-hmm. And it, and it, uh, it's not the 24 uh, hour job, it's 48 or 50 or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, what thoughts do you have for moms with real little children? Is there anything you remember about that time that stands out just when they're small and they need a lot of help? <laughs> they need and a lot tiring. of help. It goes, it goes back to the same thing. It's your time, time and do it, and you get a schedule. Uh, they they knew their schedule and so on, and even when they went to school, they they didn't they they didn't have uh, all the things the temptation you all have nowadays with children. It's scary, really. It's a lot of things, and it's it's really discipline. It's discipline. It really discipline for yourself and also for your child. It's too disciplined, really, and you just see God's wisdom to have to do and what not to do. It, but it's hard. Mm-hmm. It really is. Um, I used to, I know, one of the children get up, and I get up and uh, get get up and nap, and they were fussy. And I'd rock them for a little bit, and sometimes just put them back to bed for a little bit until they felt better. When they got old enough, they could understand until mm-hmm. you felt better, you know. Yeah. So, uh, but that's, it's a 24-hour job, <laughs> and you don't know. Mm-hmm. You don't know. There's been times when I lost my patience, and that night I went to bed and asked the Lord to forgive me. I mean, I had to realize I didn't always have patience, and I'd say, Lord, please forgive me. Help me not to do that again, you know. So it's it's, it's testing. Mm-hmm. You and the child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How do you think you grew in patience? What, what? How do you think? Was there anything else that helped you grow in patience? Time. <laughs> there's, you mean there's not a magic? No. The magic, no magic thing, thing you can do? It is time. <laughs> it is time, and you think. And again, you go gun again. Future. Think future yeah. for your child plus yourself. I mean, this is future growth. It doesn't stop now. Yeah. I've learned that from a wage. That's, yeah, that's good. <laughs> what about moms of older children, teenagers? You had a bunch of those. Anything you remember teen- from the teenage years? Um, I remember times when they wanted to do something, we said no. There were times, I can I name, you don't need to know the instance, but we said no, and then I always... Uh, if Bert said no, I, we always backed each other up. We didn't. One child couldn't pitch you against another uh, another mate. I mean, you you did. And there are times you say, and you think future again. Well, this is, I remember one of the children said something about so and so does this. I said, but I'm responsible for you. And so because of my my relationship with the Lord, I'm responsible for you. And and don't be afraid to say I'm responsible for you. And then how, if you can explain the circumstances, what the consequences is, if you disobey. So there are bad, bad consequences, especially nowadays with things that's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you can't, you can't expect your child not to do something that you do. Mm-hmm. That's scary. That's <laughs> really scary. Leave by example. Leave by example. Foul language. We never use foul language for, for each other, and uh, and the children, the, the children didn't either. If I heard it, you know, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> Lord is with us. <laughs> <I can> say. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you were driven to the Lord.
during yeah, raising all those kids. Yeah, it's, it's important. The most important thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a discipline. It's really a discipline in your life, in all areas. Yeah. Uh, and there's two. And so you teach. You really are teaching them this discipline. Don't realize you're doing it. So on. So you had kids in your home, lots of them, oh, yes. for many years, yes. <laughs> and then you became an empty nester. And so I just wondered if that was a hard transition or if you even really thought about it. Well, the, the empty nester wasn't bad because I, I told you I was involved in a lot of things. I, I did a lot in 4-H. In fact, I got my all-star pen, which is the highest award you can get in the state because of working with 4-Hers, and I never was a 4-Her. But I worked with, with a black uh, club for four for seven years, and uh, then I did a lot in home demonstration. I was in garden club. I was in the uh, church activities and sang the choir and all those things. Like that. So we were busy. Mm-hmm. You know, We were just sitting and doing nothing. But then when we went... Um, so the, my life was full, and Bird supported me in that. Um, I served as an international representative for Getting International and traveled for six years to different states and did a presentation how we pre- present the scriptures, and that was quite experience. I have many testimonies of people that accept, that accept the Lord through, not through me personally, but through giving them testimony. Mm-hmm. So that, that was a help, and he supported me in that. Um, then we went to mission work, and that was mm-hmm. we both were able to go, and that was such a blessing that we mm-hmm. could go together. So, so we, we've had we've had many blessings. Yeah, it's. I was going to ask you how you would encourage people who are nervous about that season. It seems like part of your answer is, well, get involved That's <laughs> in right. a lot of things. That's right. If you, if you, there are different personalities in people, you know, and you have to understand that. But if you get involved in other things, I, I, I love people really, and I enjoy visiting people. I enjoy fixing food to people. We go caroling. We did all these things and so on. So there was things to do, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and and as I say, Bird supported me. He worked all the time in his office, and so. But he was supportive, and it was easy for me to do. And then wise husbands let their wives get out a little bit. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Give them a break. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And one of the things that took up your time during this season was all your grandchildren. Oh, yes. <laughs> and as one of them who lived past the barn and garden yeah, on the same the farm as you guys, um, you were a huge impact in my life. And so I just wondered uh, what thoughts you'd have on being a grandmother. Oh, um, that's great. <laughs> how you would encourage grandmothers? Well, grandmothers can do a lot. Of, not well, of course, you all, you children, are the ones to live close. So the mm-hmm. other way, um, <laughs> <some> cards, birthday cards, <laughs> but um, and try to you know try to communicate with them as much as I can. But uh, uh, and I pray for them every single day by name. I have done this every one of our. Grandchildren, grandchildren, and great grandchildren. How many great grandchildren do we, we have? We have now? seventeen great, we have seventeen grandchildren living, and we have nineteen great grandchildren. <laughs> there you and go. And <laughs> I have a book. I have a book. Their names all listed, and their parents, and so on. And that, and I, I spend time going over their names. And Lord, you know what what their needs are. And I don't, you know, I I just present their names for the Lord and I leave it up to Him. Yeah. And that's a daily process. Yeah. And one thing I remember, you always, with me and my sisters, were very much teaching us all kinds of domestic arts, you know, <laughs> making rolls yeah. and sewing and painting and all these things. Was that just intentional? Or, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. You just yeah. wanted to want pass to that along. Uh-huh. I want you to learn because, the, the, and you find now that you're, you're doing some of the things that taught you. And then so you teach your children the same thing mm-hmm. in, in, in their way. Yeah. The, so uh, you're again. It goes back to future again. What do you What do you helping them build their future? You know, I think we forget that that mm-hmm. there is a future. 
that they were living for to go through. <laughs> That's good. And you'd always have good conversations. Too. Oh, yeah. We had many good. I'm gappy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, but I loved them. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Every one of them. Um, so the empty nest, I mean, that was a long season yeah. <laughs> that we went through. Um, but Dad Teeter passed away two years yeah. ago. We all miss him. Oh, he yeah, was yeah. wonderful. Um, but I just wondered how the Lord's met you in this season of widowhood. Well, he has met me. Uh, be truthful. Um, one thing that happened as I said, we Bert and I had an enjoyable. We 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 really enjoyed each other all our lives uh, together. We always enjoyed being together and being together and so on. But um, eleven years before he he got sick, before he died, he had gotten a pneumonia in his back, and yeah, he took uh, uh, and he took eleven. Uh, no, he took eighteen radiant treatments, and uh, then then when he died, that was a. Uh, Eleven years later, and I felt, I, I felt at, at the time you don't think about it. I felt the Lord gave me those eleven years mm-hmm. to prepare me for the life without Him. And of course, mm-hmm. I miss Him terrible, but but I know where He is. Mm-hmm. So. And uh, so I know when the doctor told us in Charlottesville when he had the eleven, we found out the eleven years before, and the thing that went through my mind when the doctor told me he's saved, mm-hmm. and I knew he was, and I knew that God would give us grace to get through the rest of it, so mm-hmm. on. So the Lord was kind. He didn't have to linger along, and he didn't have a lot of pain. And the children were all there, which was a blessing in itself. And and uh, I, I miss him, of course, to do. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I feel, I I uh, read a lot. Um, I still have scribble notes. I keep, and that's my little red notebook. Yeah, I, <laughs> I see write it. down. I gotta write down every day something that happened that day, and uh, that kind of refreshes your mind. Things you sort of forget. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they kind of refresh your mind, and I write down the blessings, <laughs> too, mm-hmm. <laughs> of mine and others. <laughs> so it's helped me. Do you have any encouragement for any widows who might be listening? Any thoughts for them? Well, I say the scriptures, the nice thing, the prayer life. Mm-hmm. You really, you you do, even when you're growing with your family, so like, but then you have so much more time mm-hmm. to spend with the Lord, and I do spend with that. But I... I I'm amazed at myself how well I've survived, but I believe I go back to that Psalm 139 Mm -hmm. and go back and read it again and again and again, and it makes you realize that you're nearly alone. Mm -hmm. The Lord's there with you, Mm -hmm. and he's promised that in the very beginning. And uh, so that's one reason that Psalm is very important to me, Mm -hmm. because it reminds me that I'm not alone. I'm living by myself, but I'm alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you you can get lonely. I I, I have to fight. Mm-hmm. I have to fight that I don't and you and uh you get self centered and so on like that. You really have to fight, but then you don't let your mind dwell there. You go and build and find things to do and find things to do and I fortunately I'm very fortunate I have a lot of young friends. Mm-hmm. A lot of my old friends have died by the long <laughs> and my young friends call me and they come to see me and so on. That makes a difference. <laughs> yep. They do. That's a blessing. <laughs> Um, well, as we grow older, heaven is closer the, than ever before. So do you find your anticipation of heaven growing? Yes, yes. Yeah. I've told the Lord many times I'm ready. Oh. <laughs> but he has to, and then I say, Lord, now what do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. What do you want me to do? Well, what I, what I did, I found this, I'm going to read this poem to you, because I, I taped it in my little black prayer, prayer book. This is my little prayer book, mm-hmm. the names I had to and so And I thought... I, I, I read it, and I thought, this is true, and this, I think, any grandmother or grandmother, great-grandmother, anybody wanted. And so the prayer that I read lots of time is, Heavenly Father, you specialize in seeking and saving those who have lost their ways. Your grace has reached my life, and now you have given me a ministry of praying for others. 
who desperately need your touch of grace too. I pray that the prodigal for whom I'm concerned, and I, may you who have begun a good work in them continue and complete, complete it, Lord. Search them and know them. Accomplish in, them they, accomplish in their hearts what I cannot, and give me the patience to wait for your work in their lives. Lord, draw me, draw my loved ones to yourself by your spirit and your timing and in your grace. Mm-hmm. And it's a very, it's a very good point because I have families, mm-hmm. members that that don't know the Lord. About I will sign, I can go by every sign, and so that gives me encouragement because it, I know that God has His timing too, mm-hmm. and He has His patience, and we have to have patience. Mm-hmm. But our responsibility is to to present it and mm-hmm. be faithful with it. So as long as you're here, you're going to pray. As long as I'm here, I'm going to be praying. And when I can't, that's okay. That's great. <laughs> so uh, that I wondered, I wondered about ministry, and I thought, well, now is that my ministry? And I can do that. I can sit right in my home and pray, and I, that's my ministry now, as far as I need, mm-hmm. as far as I know. <laughs> that's great. Um, what thoughts do you have when you think of heaven and seeing God face to face? I can't imagine what it's like. <laughs> I, th- I think of seeing Jesus and, and, and in songs, some of the songs we sing, like some of them we sang this morning, I mean, you realize what the Lord has done for us. almost mm-hmm. unbelievable. But I believe the Word. I believe the Bible. And you have to believe the Bible. If you don't, then you're all confused. There's some parts you don't understand, but you just go on and read it anyway. So, on. so faithful Bible reading is very important, I think. Very and, it, and you grow as you grow with that. So. <laughs> very good what has your um, devotional life looked like through the years it's always been regular I've always I taught Sun school for a long long time and, and some of the people that are taking, taking care of me that different things I had in Sunday school <laughs> I, you never forget a child you taught in Sunday school and so that's helped me too to grow spiritually because you have to study you can't teach without studying and I think just in different little areas that uh, it's helped me grow and and I've always have always read my Bible. I've always uh, have always prayed, and we've prayed together, and and uh, and, and separately. I mean, it's just part of our life. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, you're 92. As you just think about women coming behind you, is there are there any other things that you would just want to encourage women who are younger than you, which is most of them, <laughs> just in following uh, the Lord or their spiritual life, or the, I would say the most important thing is their spiritual life. And I, I would say again, the 139th Psalm really tells a message of how important we are to God because even before we were born, He knew us. Mm-hmm. He had plans for us. Now, we don't always, He has plans for us anyway. We don't always follow, find His <laughs> plans. But if we don't seek Him, we don't find Him. Mm-hmm. So I think it's seeking and you're constantly learning. You never get to a place where I don't have to fool anymore. I don't have to bother with this anymore. Mm-hmm. It's, it's too important. And this, and believe it or not, it, it really influences your children, the, the, the your life. You think, well, I'm not, you know, I'm not doing anything. But you're doing. They're seeing how you act, how you mm-hmm. act with each other, how you treat them, and you have to discipline. There's no question about that. I believe in discipline, positive discipline, but sensible discipline. You know, <laughs> and uh, but um, uh, it, they learn, they learn. They as they see you do. We can say a lot of things, but as they see you do, is how they act. And we make mistakes too. Believe me, we didn't know all the answers. <laughs> I did not sure didn't that. So it's a, it's a growing process, and I'm mm-hmm. still learning. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can definitely affirm that your actions 
sometimes just speak louder than your words and your That's life speak true. louder than your words. And so your life has had a huge impression on well, me. Thank the Lord for and that. Proverbs 31 says her children rise up and call her blessed. And that's true of all your children, Lord all your grandchildren, good. people in the church and community just respect you deeply. Um, and we, Kevin and I named our youngest yeah, daughter after you. Such a, yes. And such a blessing. And when God we told you that, you. I told you it's because we want our daughters to grow oh, up to be like you. you. Well, and well, the so, Lord helped it. I didn't do it by myself. <laughs> well, thank you for being willing to share the wisdom you, you do have with us. And it's just an encouragement to see how God has been at work in your life for 92 years. Yeah. Um, so thanks for talking uh, about that. And thanks to everyone who listened. <laughs>